It's a great investment strategy. It's certainly a superb one for wealth generation. For build to rent, it's a bit more level because you don't really have the big chunks of cash. You have to leave them in as equity, but you're getting drip fed cash flow, aren't you? Yeah, you can become property rich, but not cash rich. Yeah, it's a, a much more of an investment strategy, isn't it? It's a longer term investment strategy. Yeah. If you can this year, look into build to rent. Hi guys, welcome to the Property Developer Secrets podcast with myself, Andy Cook. And myself, Lloyd Girardi. So it is today we're going to be talking about build to rent. So we're going to dig deep into it a little bit. We're going to tell you about, reiterate how we started, but what the opportunity is we feel for building to rent in 2024. So we covered this a little bit in our predictions for 2024. We overviewed that, you know, we're renting a couple of our sites now, like we did in the first ones. Um, but yeah, what's your thoughts on it, Lloyd? Yeah, so just... Um give you an example of what build to rent or tell you what build to rent is and build to sell is i guess so build to sell is obviously people like taylor wimpy that kind of traditional build and selling individual properties to individual buyers um or building a whole block and selling it to a pension fund or something like that so that's build to sell um a build to rent is kind of what it says on the tin type thing where you're building it and you are retaining it um as a developer and renting it out as an investment. So there, there are ways you can do that without um, having to use any of your own money. And there are ways to do that to be able to pay everyone back off and with you retaining the asset yourself. So the first two developments we ever did, we did the build to rent scheme where we managed to pull out all of the money we borrowed to build it and buy it. And we were left with the assets, which 10 years on, we've still got those assets. They're still renting out. Um, and they're still increasing in value. So the capital appreciation on the on the properties we've got and built 10 years ago um, are still going. So it's a great investment strategy. It's certainly a superb one for wealth generation um, because as we know, over time, 10, 20 years, property values will always increase. Um, so yeah, with that, with that in mind, build to rent this year is certainly something to get into. Um, and the fact that our first two ever developments were built to rent is how we can really help people get started um, in property development as an investment as well. So yeah, it's been, it's been great last, well, the first two years um, we started was built to rent. So I do believe now is a time to get back into build to rent. Well, I think that, you know, not every site works for every strategy, is it? It's important to look at it and see what works best. And I suppose one of the drivers for build to rent at the moment is that you know the rentals are so strong that as the housing market slows down the sales market slows down which is what we've kind of seen in the last few months um rental market people, people still have to live places so you know that the rental market thrives and you know with the find and site which is what we mentioned before um we didn't sell them because the market was quite depreciated at the time and we ended up renting them and we got really good rents for them or we're getting really good rents for them and it buys us a bit of time we get to choose whether we're going to keep it on build to rent um i suppose it's more of a wealth strategy than it is a cash strategy on day one isn't it yeah because um you know the downside with build to rent is that when you refinance at the end of it you're kind of just getting the money back out to pay back your lenders or the, our principle was always to pay back the lenders and to pay back any private investor finance on the day that we refinance. But the cash we're leaving in is equity, really. You're not, you're not getting big chunks of cash on the day that you refinance, are you? No. But you're keeping the property. So the traditional model where you sell it, 
get lots of money in and then go and get the next one. It's a very sort of boom and bust cycle in developments, isn't it? You know, you've either got cash in the in the bank, like loads of money around, or you've got no money around because you're doing your next site. Whereas with build to rent, it's a bit more level because you don't really have the big chunks of cash. You have to leave them in as equity, but you're getting drip-fed cash flow, aren't you? And yeah. you're retaining the site, which is what you were talking about there, so as that, you know, later on you can either refinance and pull some money out or you can sell it later if you want, but you're getting that c- capital appreciation all the time. Yeah, you can become property rich, but not cash rich. Yeah, it's a, a much more of an investment strategy, isn't it? It's a longer term investment strategy, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's certainly good. So um, you said there that not every area um, suits the build to rent, build to sell. And how we see that is if you've got an area um, local to you, if you think about an area local to you, that is quite highly priced in terms of property values, um, and typically they're kind of the detached areas with, um, this is outside of London and stuff, but your areas are like detached houses, three, four, five bed homes, the values of those are quite high. And actually from a renter's point of view, the most uh, rented properties are sort of two and three beds. So flats, yeah, a lot of those are rented as well. So your flats are within that, but the rental stock really is a two bed home. And actually those first 19 houses we built were all two bed houses and they rented so quickly um, at decent values as well so when you're thinking about the stock you're building you don't really want doing a development of five bed houses that are going to all be rented out on a build to rent scheme because there's not as many people want to rent those five bed houses as there are two bed homes so yeah certainly the areas you want to look for are two three bed house areas um, and certainly uh, not a high valued area but not the lowest value area either so it's got to be kind of a middle ground so where the rent is quite good but the values aren't yeah huge um, that is a good build to rent area and actually i've developed a spreadsheet that basically says whether it's a build to rent or build to sell area and that's included on our training that we provide as well so um yeah, you can basically put the postcode in t- tell me the or t- put the spreadsheet in where the what the average uh, sales value of that property is and also what the average um, rental in that area is and it'll tell you whether it's a build to sell or built to rent area yeah it gives you a guidance won't it but the the principle is is that we need to get that 75 percent out and um and then the, the the rent will then service any cost to the building but we're, we're giving ourselves houses at that point aren't we yeah and you know we want to we want to get cash flow every month out of it and capital appreciation and um and and build up that property stock yeah so let's give the example of the first ever deal we did then the the st james site so st james in northampton was 22 derelict garages um which were previous council-owned garages someone bought them to develop on the land this was in 2012 so we're obviously in the the midst amidst of the recession that's the word in the middle in the middle of recession um and it just wasn't the right time for them to develop that site out. So they ended up keeping it and then selling the site with, uh, it actually had lapse planning at the time, but they sold the site in 2014 to us. And we developed eight houses on there. The site was worth £157,000. We spent in total, so developing it as well and buying it, we spent £810,000. That's land um, purchase from investors that is development finance plus all the interest accrued over that time as well so we owed eight hundred and ten thousand pounds but luckily the asset was worth 1.2 million or just under 1.2 million 
we got a 75% loan to value mortgage on those eight houses. And that is a commercial mortgage. So 75% interest only, um, which was £890,000. And that £890,000 pays back the £810,000 to the investors, development lenders, and all the interest accrued as well. So not only did we retain the eight houses, we had an income from the rent of about £6,500. The mortgage was about 3200 So we were netting about £3,300 a month from keeping those sites. We had £290,000 left in as equity. So the difference between the mortgage amount and the end value, just under £1.2 But also the difference between the amount we spent and the mortgage was £80,000. So yeah, I know there's a lot of numbers there. I'm hoping if on if you're watching this on YouTube, that's all documented so you can see that a little bit clearer. Um, but if you're listening to this, hopefully that was, you kind of followed along with that. But basically, in essence, we managed to build eight houses, keep them, get £3,300 net cash flow per month and have 80 grand left over after paying everyone back off. Yeah, no, it Good works, summer. doesn't it? It works. Yeah, I mean, I literally fell asleep then, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure it was interesting to you guys. I've heard those <laughs> figures before. But um, but yeah, no, it, um, it works. And we did our first two sites like that, didn't we? And, you know, we then did a load of build-to-sell stuff because different partners wanted to sell. Um, you know, yeah. we'd never had cash coming out of deals necessarily at that point. But I think it's down to different people. It's what they want to get out of being a property developer, isn't it? Some people have a more longer-term vision. Some people have a shorter-term vision where they, you know, they want to see the results at the end of each deal. But they've got to realize that they're cutting the ties to that property forever then, aren't they? So the property will go up in value and somebody else is going to benefit from that. So, you know, so usually a, a, a good mixed strategy works, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So keep the options open. But I certainly think if you can this year, look into build to rent. Um, we can certainly help you get started in build to rent. We were quite heavily featured in uh, your property network magazine when we first started as the build to rent people. I don't want to say gurus because wow. we are not gurus. We're not Build to rent boys would have been better, wouldn't it? Yeah, build to rent boys. <laughs> boys, boys. Um, yeah, look, we're, we know what we're doing in the build to rent <laughs> side. Um, we know how to make it work. So if you're interested in learning how to do that, we can certainly help you. But yeah, take the information, take everything we've taught you over the last year or so on the podcast as well and just put something into action if you want to guidance and help along with that we're here to help you okay cool i think that's it just wanted to give you that overview on build to rent um and that's it for another week on the podcast cheers guys